Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate. reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus instructed the twelve as follows, Remember, I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves, so be as cunning as serpents, yet as harmless as doves. Beware of men, they will hand you over to Sahendrins and scourge you in their synagogues. You will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake, to bear witness before them and the pagans. But when they hand you over, do not worry about how to speak or what to say. What you are to say will be given you when the time comes, because it is not you who will be speaking. The spirit of your father will be speaking in you. Brother will betray brother to death, and the father his child. Children will rise against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all men on account of my name, but the man who stands firm to the end will be saved. They will persecute you in one town, take refuge in the next, and if they persecute you in that, take refuge in another. I tell you solemnly, you will not have gone the round of the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. The Gospel of the Lord. Our Lord sent out the twelve to preach the good news of the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is close at hand. He gave them power over unclean spirits. He gave them power to cure the sick, to cast out demons. And all of these, and these powers, these gifts, these charisma, were given so as to prove the truth of what they were saying. The, and to confirm the testimony of their witness. But the Lord also warned them that there would be opposition. In this way, in telling them, I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves, he's telling them that the danger is serious. He didn't just say a sheep like sheep in the presence of wolf, but among wolves, so all around the, the um, enemies were there ready to attack and to destroy. But he says, since they're sheep, they had to be as cunning as serpents, as harmless as doves. In other words, their task was to change these wolves into sheep and that they themselves should not be turned into wolves for that is where the victory lies in the wolves becoming sheep. So how were they to do it, as cunning as serpents? And immediately our mind goes back to Eden, where the serpent, with great cunning, deceived our first parents, promising them immortality, falsely. Wisdom, falsely. And so they, the disciples, are going out to promise not a, even a long life, but true immortality, inasmuch as we are destined to become like angels. He, they are to go out and they are to promise truth.
true knowledge, which is to know God, the only God, and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. And their harmlessness, that is, they are to do no injury, even to those who attack them. But equally, the Lord puts them on their guard. In this way, he shows that he knew, he knows, he's prophesying what is to come. He's showing them also by telling them this, that it doesn't come because of any weakness on his part, but quite to the contrary. Even, in fact, to prepare them for his own crucifixion, where it would appear to be a defeat, but in fact turn out to be a great victory. Also to show them that they had to be dependent on him and not on their own efforts. And so he says, beware of men. These are wolves. We need to remember this always. And because they be their only men, they are necessarily treacherous. Which in itself seems a hard thing to say, but that is the very nature of the wolf. They will hand you over to Sahendrins. That is, even the highest courts where judgment is passed on malefactors, in particular those who are regarded as blasphemers. And they will scourge you in their synagogues. And the apostles, of course, in the, in the very first days, immediately after Pentecost, they were scourged, and we're told they left rejoicing for having been able to suffer something for the sake of the name. And Paul himself boasts of being five times scourged by the Jews, not to mention the scourging he received from the Gentiles. Paul himself appeared before two king, well, the governors and kings, Festus and Felix, and he would even appear before Caesar. The, apost the apostles appeared also um, before the Sanhedrin. And so he says, the Lord says to them, when they hand you over, do not be concerned, do not worry about how to speak or what to say. So neither the manner in which they defend themselves or even the content is not their concern for the simple reason that at that moment, the Lord himself is, is instructing us, at that moment you will not be speaking, but the spirit of your father will be speaking in you. And so when the apostles were arrested, um, Peter said to the Sanhedrin, judge for yourselves which is better that we should listen to you or we should obey God. And then the Lord shows that the opposition, these wolves, will even be found in, within um, the, the family circle. Brother will betray brother to death, father his child, children will, be, will rise up against their parents and have them put to death. And again, even as um, the, the Lord speaks this, the... the uh, the, the, the rage of, of those who are against Christ is being made manifest. And the history of the church has shown how the, the, these words are fulfilled. For there's nothing more painful than the loss of family affection. But we have the famous example of St. Casimir, who was killed by his own brother. Because St. Casimir was a faithful follower of Christ. We have father against children in the case of Saint Barbara, Saint Christina, where the, the, the father was appalled at the fact that his children could, in fact, follow Christ. Saint Lucy is another example. 
and so on. So the Lord tells us, we'll be hated by all on account of his name. And therefore, the name of Jesus is what we need to hold on to. The Lord, having said all of these, having warned us about the opposition, then says, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this is what we must remember above all things. It is perseverance that is necessary. What is the point in planting a seed and letting it sprout and then it dies if without bearing fruit? No, even though the, the, the plant might start off weakly, the fact that it perseveres to the end produces fruit, that is what matters. So the end is far more important than even the beginning. But the beginning has begun with us in baptism and, believe, and believing in Christ. So despite all of the opposition, we hold on to him even to the last. So the Lord says, persecution is part and parcel of the Christian life. And so we, we um, bravely face it and indeed expect it. That makes it less um, fearsome. The Lord continues by saying, when you're persecuted in one place, take refuge in another. We will not be able to cover all of the towns until he comes again. Let us then ask that we might have this, this gift, this precious gift of perseverance in the midst of all of the difficulties, but more important, that we being like um, serpentine doves, cunning yet harmless, we'll be able to change the wolves into sheep, and so they may belong to the one flock of Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Thank you.